Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in rural Monticello. This is Sunday, October 29th, 2023. This service was recorded on October the 22nd, 21st Sunday after Pentecost. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Barb Andreessen. The lector is Doreen Boak. Thank you to Dave and Kim Miller for sponsoring this week's broadcast in honor of their wedding anniversary. Thank you for joining us today. And let us begin with confession and forgiveness. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, who forgives all our sin, whose mercy endures forever. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires are known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us confess. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy, immortal, have mercy on us. For self-centered lies and for failing to walk with humility and gentleness, holy God, holy and mighty, holy, immortal, have mercy on us. For longing to have what is not ours, and for hearts that are not at rest with ourselves, for misuse of human relationships and for unwillingness to see the image of God in others. For jealousies that divide families and nations, for rivalries and that create strife and warfare. For reluctance in sharing the gifts of God and for carelessness with the fruits of creation. For hurtful words that condemn and for angry deeds that harm. For idleness in witnessing to Jesus Christ, for squandering the gifts of love and grace. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy and immortal, have mercy on us. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace, God's grace, you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. If you'll join with me in the prayer of the day that's printed in your bulletin insert. Sovereign God, raise your throne in our hearts. Created by you, let us live in your image. Created by you, let us act for your glory. Redeemed by you, let us give you what is yours. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Our first reading is from the book of Isaiah. 45th chapter, verses 1 through 7, with the following preface. 
The prophet announces that Cyrus, the Persian emperor, is the one the Lord has anointed to end Israel's exile. The Lord makes this choice so that the whole world will recognize this Lord as the only God. Persia had a God of light and a God of darkness. The Lord claims sovereignly over both light and darkness. The reading. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have grasped to subdue nations before him and strip kings of their robes to open doors before him, and the gates shall not be closed. I will go before you and level the mountains. I will break in pieces the doors of bronze and cut through the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and riches hidden in secret places, so that you may know that it is I, the Lord, the God of Israel, who, who call you by your name. For the sake of the servant Jacob in Israel, my chosen, I call you by your name. I surname you, though you do not know me. I am the Lord, and there is no other beside me. There is no God. I arm you, though you do not know me, so they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is no one beside me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. I form the light and create the darkness. I make wheel and create woe. I, the Lord, do all these things. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The second reading is from the book of First Thessalonians, chapter 1, verses 1 through 10, with the following preface. Most likely, this letter is first written by Paul. Paul gives pastoral encouragement and reassurances to new Christians living in an antagonistic environment. Their commitment of faith, love, and hope, unless makes them a model for other new Christian communities. The reading. Paul and Silvanus and Timothy to the Church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace. We always give thanks to God for all of you and mention you in our prayers constantly, remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers and sisters, beloved by God, that he has chosen you because our message of the gospel came to you not in word only but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction just as you knew what kind of persons we proved to be among you for your sake. And you became imitators of us and of the Lord, for in spite of persecution, you received the word with joy, inspired by the Holy Spirit, so that you became an example to all believers in Macedonia and Achaia, for the word of the Lord has sounded forth from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but in every place your faith in God has become known, so that we have no need to speak about it. For the people of those regions report about us what kind of welcome we had among you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve a living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, 
Jesus who rescues us from wrath that is coming. The word of the Lord. The Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 22nd chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. I invite you to be seated for the reading of this Gospel. Jesus had been sharing many parables, many stories, and the religious leaders were getting more and more frustrated and angered this person, Jesus, and they were ready to make their move. We pick up today's reading. The Pharisees went and plotted to entrap Jesus in what he said. So they sent their disciples to him among the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are sincere and teach the way of God and its coordinates with the truth, and you show difference to no one, for you do not regard people with partiality. Tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why are you putting me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used for the tax. They brought to him a denarius. Then he said to them, Whose head is on this and whose title? And they answered, The emperor's. Then he said to them, Give therefore to the emperor the things that are the emperor's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard this, they were amazed, and they left him, and they went away. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I want you to turn to your pew Bible, those who have it. I want you to turn to page 1888. 1888. I think this is what Jesus was speaking of, and Peter got it. And Peter shared it in his pastoral letter. And so I want you to follow along. For anyone who is now at 1888, there is in the second column, halfway down, a subtitle. Could somebody read that out loud? That's right. Living godly lives in a pagan society. Living godly lives in a pagan society. Peter writes these words. Dear friends, I urge you, as foreigners and exiles, you have to realize Israel was pushed out. They were taken to Babylon. I want you, you're in this foreign land. Remember, you are God's chosen. Abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul. Live for such, live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you for doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. We're going to hear in lighting the candle, the baptismal candle, let your light shine before others that they may see your good works, Maddox so that they will know to, to glorify our Father in heaven. We are to be a light, a mirror. We go on. Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human authority, whether and to the emperor as supreme authority, or to governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right. You're to support them. 
For it is God's will that by doing good you shall silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. Live as free people, but do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Live as God's slaves, servants. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers and fear God and honor the emperor. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I know I'm preaching to the choir. Wayne Zion is the most incredible city on the hill. Shining, not themselves, but the love of God to the world around them. This almost seems like a stewardship talk, the way Jesus is Show me what it is that you honored these taxes with, the coin. And then turns around and says, give God to what belongs to God. What is God? And the kids, and you said everything. Let's think about this everything for a moment. I'm going to think, I have to just start with this, with this week. My ninth year of experiencing Harvest Festival was the best ever. I saw so many smiling faces. They say, Pastor, you know I only go to two a year. This is the one. And then there's another one. The fact that I have little ones running up and down the aisle, I'm thankful for, and didn't get hurt. It is intergenerational. You have great-grandmother who is handling the finances in the library, and you have great-grandson who's shuttling the hot meals for the farmers that are out in the field and for those who want the meals. And if that isn't enough, and seeing the intergenerational activity that's going on in this church, Diane and her crew knew we had two funerals this week. They also knew that Craig was out with surgery and he's recovering. I couldn't believe it. I was so spent already from a very busy week, and I don't apologize. I, after 7 o'clock, left, put my blue jeans on, and crashed on the couch. While these people worked, I got in this church on Thursday morning, and I couldn't believe it, and I wanted to write Diane, and I just didn't have time. It's been that kind of week. I'll talk about that a little bit. My confirmation room was put back in the very same, everything was the same. They had had to move it out because that was the room that we were putting together all the hot meals that were going to go out as carryouts. And all of the Sunday school rooms were taken care of. And all the chair, no, everything was put back. All, everything, I couldn't believe it. You had had no idea Thursday morning that we had Harvest Festival here except the wonderful aroma that was in the air, but Etta took care of that with a pine saw later in the day. <laughs> and Etta, dear Etta, where are you? Oh my gosh. Don't tell me you're in your mid-80s because I can't keep up with you. That woman is amazing. And all of you are amazing. So we have a baptism. We got Maddox's baptism coming up. That's important. And Ben's like, when am I going to hear from the pastor? And, and, and is, 
Grandmother says, it's okay. Pastor's really busy. Just show up at this time. And he'll meet with you, right? It's all going to happen. Do you, do you see what's happening here? Then we get to the, the funeral. Now, Dean Rickless had come to me, oh, maybe six, seven months ago, after the nudging from John Laycock to give him a call to find out that Dean, his faith was really planted here in Wayne Township, but more specifically right here in this place. I found out that Dean Rickless was on the building committee along with Milo, Tobias, and, and Ralph Hoosman, and we can name a bunch of other people that back in 1963 when they started thinking about this, and this door, we opened the doors in 1965, there are no barriers in this church. Isn't that amazing? And when Pastor has his installation basically just getting done installing the pastor, the next thing we know, the pews are going out of the sanctuary. You remember that day? We held church in the social hall. A parishioner dies and she leaves some money to Wayne Zine and wants it to be used for a parking lot. And the people of Wayne Zine say, you know, Maybe this is what we need. This is the spark. Do you know that in 2024 we'll pay off this parking lot if you are willing to continue to give? It is amazing what you can do. And I have people who are in wheelchairs and walkers. And we have more handicapped spot. And so when, when the uh, funeral for Dean Rickless was, was over, we had to get ready for the next morning because his funeral was at 3 o'clock and we had the the meal at four, and Chris Herring, who's our council president, is there. He is just working, 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 along with the other people and our staff. And I come over here after that funeral, and all the chairs are on top of the tables. And Etta's smiling as she's wiping underneath them all that somebody took the time to do that. Then Gail comes forward, what was it, six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, Pastor, I've been praying about this, praying about this, and I, I, I want to volunteer. I want to give back to my church. I want, this goes all the way back to Harm Harms, my dad, and she becomes our Sunday school superintendent. And then I have 18, we have 18 volunteer teachers. Can you believe it? 18 volunteer teachers. And if you take all of our students, if you count them all, you count Sunday school, they're going up every Sunday. We get a few more. And you count my confirmation kids and the high school kids, we're nearing 70 children here at Wayne Zion going through Christian education. I have to tell you, my predecessor shared with you that it was getting to be too much. It would be a benefit to have Anna come along. As your pastor, I want to, as your pastor now, I want to tell you, we don't need another pastor. I've got all of you. I could not do this ministry without you. It is your ministry. And you call me to be your spiritual director. I am not the boss. I am not the administrator. I come alongside you. This congregation, the council, the staff. I want you to hear it again. I am not the boss. 
This church does not belong to me. It belongs to God and God's holy people. And then I have two people who come. And I'm like, why are you asking me? Pastor Lynn and Rob write me and say, would it be all right we came and worship at your church? I'm like, why are you writing me? Absolutely come. They tell me that there are places that pastors who are ordained may not necessarily be welcome. And it's so wonderful to have our own Lynn Vanderop here, and she is, by far, in my experience, she, she is up there with Dr. McKay, in my mind, which was my preacher when I was eight years old, and she is a phenomenal preacher. I can't do this alone. And Roland helping us with our directory. Okay, you're getting, you're getting this, right? Jesus said, give God the things that are God's. Let us be disciples. The kids said disciples. Let us share our faith. In your bulletin is a brochure that was put together by Liz, Kelly, Her or Kelly um, Helgens, Cammie uh, Greif, and myself. There's old information on here. We'll, we'll bring it up to date, but I want you to open it up where it says the funds, the funds. Okay? I want to talk about this a little bit. If you're with me, general endowment fund exists for the traditional endowment functions which carry out the ministry of Wayne Zion Lutheran Church. All donated funds and gifts will be placed in this fund unless specifically designated otherwise. I have pastors who will tell me it is a sin to have endowments in church. And I'm like, what? Where did you get that idea? When I worked for the Evangelical Lutheran Good Samaritan Society, we allowed people to leave a legacy. And those gifts were used for the care of the residents. And I'll tell you this. Southeastern Iowa Synod has an endowment. Be blessed that you have an endowment. Now let me talk about these endowments. The Poppy Repair and Maintenance Fund. How many knew Ray and Evelina Poppy? Show of hands. Yeah, they were here with us not that long ago. And they left over a million dollars to this congregation to be used for church buildings, grounds, and cemetery. Do you know that every time we put something in the offering, it's not going to go to the boiler, it's not going to go to the roof, that we have an endowment. But you've got to give in the offering plate. Because if you believe in the ministry and the staff that we have here at Wayne Zion and what we're doing, we are doing wonderful work. Then you have the Mission and Outreach Fund. This exists to support the mission and ministry of the Church of Christ beyond the walls of Wayne Zion Lutheran Church. I met with Vernon Helgens on his deathbed, and he wrote me a check for $12,000. I never met him before. First time I'm meeting him, I'm at Mercy Medical Center in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and Vernon Helgens. How many know Vernon Helgens? Like Dean Rickliffs, wanted to come back here, changed his membership, became a member of Wayne Zion. There in his hospital bedroom, I made him a member. And I didn't see the check till I got out in the parking lot and I just about peed my pants. <laughs> and I brought that back. Because he, 
He sees the value of Wayne Zine sharing the word of God with others and that sometimes we need to take that message out into the world. To date, we have not spent any of the interest that's been earned on that, but we will. The Christian Education Fund. Many of us know this by Anna Hoosman. Anybody know Anna Hoosman? Look at that. She's been gone since 1986, 87 right in there. We're going to hear a little bit about her. Do you know that through this endowment gift, Anna is touching more and more lives. Wayne Zine is touching more and more lives. People can't believe it. You mean I don't have to be, I don't have to come from another church? No. Anna gave this gift for anyone. You mean I don't have to be a member of Wayne Zion? No. Can I be a member of Sacred Heart? Yes. What if I'm not a member? Yes. No one is denied. Oh, you've got to follow instructions. And they're simple. But some people don't follow instructions. And that gives the committee the opportunity to turn it down. Like folding your application. Don't do that. Those who are going to be getting these, these scholarships, in there, don't fold your application. Now, if you're a member of Wayne Zion, your pastor is watching out for you because I see it coming in and I tell you, committee. Music and worship fund. For those who want to express worship in music can give there. And then our beloved memorial committee led by Doreen Boken. When Liz and I came, the church that we came from, Elam Lutheran Church in Scandia, Minnesota, this was not uncommon. You would see in the bulletin every Sunday, or you would see in the newsletter every month, or at the end of the year, you would see a listing of all the people who remembered others and gave, and I'll say it, and gave to the Anna Hoosman Fund, and who gave to the Poppy Fund, and who gave to the Ellen Stouffer Fund. And they didn't put it in there for interest. They built the principle. They did it to build the principle. Why? Jesus said, give God what is God's. We are a shiny city on a hill, not for ourselves, but for the glory of God. Now, you'll, you'll see, one, one last thing, and I'll get off my high horse here. You'll see in the newsletter that Wayne Zion is $10,000 behind in their operating budget. I'm going to get behind council right now. I'm going to take you off the hook. If council wants to give our Thanksgiving offering to make up the budget, the operating budget, I say do it. Because I believe in this ministry. And if we want to continue doing what we're doing, and pay our staff, Gina, and, and Kim, and Craig, and Etta. If we're going to pay our heat bills so that you can enjoy coming into this comfortable space. If we're going to continue to pay LP gas so Pastor Wade and Liz can be warm in the parsonage. We're giving. I'm out there. For you. I'm so privileged that I get to go to Helen Harms. 
And the reason I get to do that is, would you believe she only lives eight miles from my grandson, Trigby? I hope to go see Ray Rickles. He's up in, in Forest Lake or Lindstrom right in there, Chisago City actually, at the Margaret S. Parmley residence. I know where that is, right along Highway 8 where I used to live. I will go anywhere for you. And it's because you take such good care of your staff, of your pastor, and we've gotten a little bit behind. Help us to make that up. You'll get a, a Thanksgiving letter from me. And it's, it's to keep this going. And I have no idea what Harvest Festival did, but I think they knocked it out of the park again this year financially. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer, Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Gracious God, in your hands we commend for all whom we pray, trusting in your unending love and amazing grace through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Amen. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress. All rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734. All rights reserved.